Welcome back to the Driveway Beers Podcast with Mike and Alex. As always, we appreciate you listening. Please rate us on all the podcast platforms. Like, subscribe, comment, share wherever else you're listening, and enjoy the show. All right, welcome back to another show. We appreciate you coming back as always. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share. Rate us on the podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, I believe we're also on YouTube Music now, but I'm not positive about that. We're not musicians. We're so. definitely not. No. Um, but YouTube is kind of like Google. So Google Podcasts is supposed to transition into YouTube Music at some point. So YouTube Music, I think, is supposed to like compete with Spotify. Okay. So I don't know what's going on there, but if you hear us on YouTube music, go ahead and rate us there. If that's how you're getting us, we'll be there eventually when, whenever that transition happens from Google podcast to YouTube music. Um, we, um, want to thank Annapolis home experts.com, Brian Schilling. If you need a home, definitely contact Brian at Annapolis home experts.com. Um, we have a friend of ours who's going to put their house on the market um, and we, we talked about this in a prior episode. There, there was a guy who put his house in the market in our neighborhood and he priced it for like 70 grand less than the last house sold. And we had a running group chat. We're like, what the heck is this guy doing? Just leaving money on the table. But I guess they were trying to sell it quick. Mm. Um, which is odd because the last house that sold, I mean, it was the same size, same number of bedrooms and bathrooms. The guy sold it for 70,000 more and he sold it within like five days. A lot of these houses are going before the sign gets in the yard. So Yeah, and so for him to put it on for such a low amount, I think it was because he didn't have a real estate agent like Brian that could price it properly. I mean, imagine that you know you finally decided to downsize your home. Um, this is your last big asset that you're going to buy or that you're going to sell. You want to get the most of that and be able to use your money in retirement. So you, know, you want to make sure you have a good real estate agent that can price your house properly. Uh, especially in difficult markets like this and Annapolis home Brian is the guy you want to go to right now. If, it, if you're in the Annapolis area and you're going with someone else, you're not doing yourself the right service to get yourself the most uh, value for the home that you're selling. And if you're buying a house, you definitely want to use Brian because he's going to get you the, the best house at the lowest price you can get in this market where there really isn't much wiggle room. Most people are paying at or just above uh, list price. And so, you know, maybe, maybe Brian can get you into a house in your budget that maybe, maybe your budget isn't suitable for a completely remodeled home, but he can get you into a house that says, Hey, you know, you might need a little bit of work, but at least you'll be within your budget and you can do the work over time. Um, An experienced agent will at least present you with all the options to maybe get you what you want in your budget. Um, So I, I would highly recommend going with Brian getting yourself an experienced agent for this type of market. And we want to thank cheers and spirits on the Arnold station Plaza. Uh, today we are drinking the Woodford reserve double Oak. Um, I haven't tried it yet. We just opened the bottle. This bottle I believe is about $40. So this is not a really expensive bottle. It's not a really cheap bottle. Um, we had talked about doing bottles under $20 next week. We will probably get into that with at least one. Uh, but this is the Woodford reserve double oaked. So this is finished in a second oak barrel. I don't know if that means shit, but I've heard this is a smooth bourbon or whiskey or whatever the heck it's called. It is 
90 proof, so it shouldn't be too hot. Uh, I got it on ice. Are you doing neat or are you doing neat. on ice? You're on. You're neat. That's easy. Yeah, you, you sipped. Mm-hmm. You said all right. Um, I'm gonna try mine a little bit. I like to let it mellow. Uh, proof it down, as they say. <laughs> proof down the juice. It do, just okay. So, <laughs> can we talk about this for a minute? So, I'm I'm on a Facebook group that talks about. It's called I believe it's called DMV Bourbon. Or some, I don't know the full name. DMV Bourbon. Uh, DMV stands for Delaware, Maryland, Virginia. Um, I thought DMV. No, DMV. No, DC. Is sorry. DC, DC Maryland. Maryland, Virginia. That's yeah, my bad. Delaware. Sorry. That's Delmarva. Different yeah, things. That's sorry. Um, and there, there are guys on the that call it juice. They call fuck, it juice. Fuck those guys. They call like they call it a nice pour. We've talked about this ad nauseum. I'm I'm going to keep hammering this home until they stop, because I'm sure they don't listen to this shit. You know how hard it is to restrain myself. It, it, look, people get happy fingers on social media, right? We've talked about it before. It's there to manipulate you, whatever it is. It's like I say I don't want to see, or I, I can't stand people that call it juice. Mm-hmm. And Facebook is on purpose putting. You know, they'll show me the post, and they'll show me the o- the only comment that calls it juice right underneath. It's right. the only comment they're showing me. It's just like my Blackstone group when they say the cook. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. You are the cook, asshole. <laughs> the food, the process is not the cook. You're the cook. So I'm just like. And don't put your beer on your fucking grill because you look like a douchebag. I'm like, today's the day. Today, Today's the day I'm just going to let it go. And I'm going <laughs> to call every single one of these jerks that call it the juice assholes. Yeah. We're having a get off my lawn moment. Yeah. And it's a good I, thing to have. I haven't done it. I haven't done it. It's going to happen. I, I just, I don't bite my tongue well. Um, but th- this juice, <laughs> I, can't, I can't say it with a straight face. This stuff, I'm hoping, I've heard a lot about this one. And for $40, I've heard it's really good. Um, now, I've tried regular Woodford Reserve and I wasn't impressed. So I'm like, maybe the double oak will make it smoother. I don't know. But um, I'm interested to try it. When I take a sip, I'll, I'll let people know. I'll, I'll interrupt the conversation. Um. This show is going to be put out, I believe, like the 16th. That's not right. Um, 17th? 16th? Whatever, whatever Tuesday we're putting this out on. Um, the divisional round of the playoffs will be done for the NFL. So we're doing this beforehand. So we're going to talk about these games beforehand. We'll see how we do. And if we predict anything properly... Um, we're going to go. You can laugh at us if we don't. You call yeah, us idiots. That's well, fine. I will say this, though. I've been called much worse things by much better people. I, I have. So, in the beginning of the year, if anyone clicked on that Discord link we've had that we put in all of our show notes, we did uh, preseason picks. And so far, we did pretty good. Now, the, the weekly picks, I, I've shit the bed completely. Um, Basically went 500 for the year. So nobody won money. Nobody lost money. Um, but the futures picks that I put out there, I'm just going to read through them real quick. Uh, Homer bet was uh, Lamar Jackson stays healthy. He's an MVP candidate. That was, you bet $10 to win 170 So I did put one. T- I did put $10 on that. So I might be getting 170 back because it looks like he might win the MVP award. Okay. Uh, Ravens over 10.5 wins. That happened. 
Raiders over six and a half wins. That happened. Cardinals under four and a half wins. That happened. Vikings over nine and a half. Didn't happen. Kirk Cousins got hurt. Um, so I, I got three out of four of those on the on over under on the wins. Division winners, Ravens to win the AFC North, that hit. Vikings to win the NFC North, that did not hit. Okay. So I, I went for one of those. Now, the other ones I did do. Because the Vikings didn't even make it, did they? No. Kirk Cousins got hurt, and it just was a shit show from there. Um, they had a revolving door quarterback, and it was just awful. Um, some others that I placed that I didn't put out there, so of course they didn't happen. Um, I did. Uh, what did I do? I did. Um, the Carolina Panthers under seven and a half. I think they won two games. So that, <laughs> <hit>. <laughs> that was an easy win. Um, and then, so half, I'd say about two, three weeks into the season. So you remember the first game of the season, the Ravens played the Texans, right? Mm-hmm. And the Texans were supposed to be shit. CJ Stroud was just supposed to be a rookie, not very good. But D'Amico Ryans had turned that defense into something worth watching. And even when the Ravens played him the first week, I was like, okay, this Texans team is not going to be as bad as we thought. And so a couple weeks went by, and the the Jags were winning games. And so I'm like, you know what? The Colts and the Texans seem to keep winning some games. So what I did was I put uh, $10 on each of them to win the, the AFC South. Uh, it was $10 to win, I believe it was like 50 So basically 5x your money. Um, and I figured... As long as one of them won, it would cover the other bet and still profit. Mm-hmm. So the one for the Texans won. So in the very last week, they won their game. The Jags lost theirs. Jags were out of the playoffs. Texans won the AFC South. So I ended up winning that one too. So my futures bets that I actually put out there did pretty well. Uh, against the spread, I did like shit. Uh, parlays, like shit. Now when I say like shit, when I when I settle up with the book at the end of the day, um, I think I'm down like 100 bucks over the course of the season. But when you take in the futures bets, I'm probably up like 200. So basically it's like, I never bet anything at all. I basically broke even. So, um, interesting year betting wise for myself. Um, if any, any sports book want to sponsor us, we're available for next football season. Cause I don't bet anything other than football. I don't, I don't bet at all. I, <laughs> to be, I mean, you do fantasy football though. That still counts. Well, I that's something else I'd like to talk about. So, well, I say, I say this is a nice transition because I, I right now I'm I'm ready to fuck off fantasy football. Well, I was all ready to fuck off fantasy football too, and then, <laughs> and then two guys by the name of Dak Prescott and CD Lamb mm-hmm. lit it up, and I went from just eking into the playoffs on a tiebreaker on a points four tiebreaker. And I won the league. <laughs> and it sucks you back in. And I really want to quit, but then I can't quit because I just won. Why what not? A, I mean, I guess I could quit on top. So here's the thing. If you had just joined the league and you won, yeah, you can't quit. You got to give, it's like giving giving people the chance to win their money back. Yeah. How long have you been in that league? So this is my fifth season. I won the first season I was in. Right. And you want, you gave them an opportunity to win their money back. And they Which did they for did. three years. And then year five, you win. I think you're. I think you are free to peace out if you right. want. And I was gonna quit. I was done with it. And, and in fact, the text conversation I had with my buddy that runs it um, was, he sends me a text. He's like, so he 
puts the text out to everyone who's in the league, like, hey, you know, if you're in, let me know. If you're not, let me know, blah, blah, blah. I don't respond. I'm like, ah, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be mean. I don't really want to do this. I'm not, it's just one more thing to do. One more thing to worry about. One more freaking email to check. Like, I just don't feel like dealing with it. So then it was literally the day before the draft. And he, <laughs> he asked me, up, so you're in, right? And I said, well, I was going to not be. But then I don't want to be that guy and be a dick and say no the day before. So I'm in. Just so I'm not a dick. Right. So we go through, and it was okay. And I started losing. And I was like, one week, I started a player on a buy. <laughs> I just wasn't paying attention. And all of a sudden, like I make some changes and somehow manage to eke in. Uh, I'm tied for fourth. Now, this league's neat because the playoffs are only one. Each round's just one week. It's not a two-week, you know. Yeah. So... I get so the last week's not even included in this league because a lot of teams aren't starting there. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we go through it, and I was like, "Holy shit! I freaking won!" Not only did I win, I won by like a lot. <laughs> like it was bad. Well, Dak and CD went off in the last. Yeah. And those those two to the last three weeks. Yeah. CD had like two touchdowns, hundred eighty-five, two hundred yards, something like weird numbers. Yeah. And then I had Brees Hall on the team. Yeah. Brees Hall was killing it. So. I did really well. And the funny thing is, the first two rounds, I forgot about the draft. And he texted me. He's like, hey, you know the draft is right now, right? I was like, oh, shit. So I get on it. It's already picked the first two players for me. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay. So, uh, yeah, I think I picked Dak Prescott in like the eighth round. Like, I wait till the end to pick my quarterback. And he wasn't even my starter. Yeah. Richardson from Indianapolis was my starter. He gets hurt. Yeah. So I had Baker Mayfield in for, for the Cowboys bye week. <laughs> So, yeah, it was definitely a, a fun thing. But the, this is a $100 league. So I'm looking at winning like 800 bucks. Yeah. So, that's, that's a nice chunk of change. Yeah. But um, still, fuck fantasy football. I hate it. <laughs> I, I, I got to be honest. Like, I, we did, I did a regular league that I've done for like the last four or five years. And I do the FanDuel League. The FanDuel League has, I think we have 15 people in it now. So it's grown from like eight to 15 over the last mm-hmm. three or four years. Or three, this is year three. To me, the FanDuel League is more interesting, but I suck a lot worse at it. Because I did that league with you one year and I was terrible. Yeah, I, I think out of 15 people, I think I came in 12th yeah. this year. Like, I was bad. Like, I, I, I put a lineup in every week and I finished just above the guys who didn't, who like, missed like three weeks. Yeah. I'm like, what I, the fuck? My my thing is, I just don't care about teams that aren't the Ravens. Right. I, I'm not the guy that sits up and watches the NFL channel all day and watches the ESPN and watches all this crap. I don't care about teams that aren't the Ravens. I like to hate the Chiefs. I enjoy hating them. And it's not really the football team I hate. It's just the, I think we talked about it in a previous episode, the Travis Kelsey, um, Pat Mahomes bromance that's manufactured by the stupid commercials with Jake from State Farm and Taylor Swift and like I just I hate them. Brittany Mahomes. Yeah, I enjoy hating them. I now can't stand her either. Yeah, because she was all trying to be best friends with Taylor Swift. Yeah, and then I just I I knew like so like you said a couple of your rounds were auto drafted. Yeah. 
So the guy that won my league this year, mm-hmm. his entire team was auto drafted. So and like all I, these I, dumb I like the dudes that have the those is my draft philosophy, draft the best available player. Well, so here's the funny thing though. So the guy who runs our league, he's got this software that tells you where you're predicted to end up. Mm-hmm. Every year, the software predicts I'm going to be like number 10 or 11 out of 12 teams. Every year I make the playoffs. This year I was projected to be the 10th place team. I ended the year regular season play as the number two team, but I had the most points scored of any team. So I'm the number two seed. I get the first week by because six teams make it. I played this guy in my first round, his second round and I fucking lose. (laughs) Like I, I, I score the most points of any, except for this week. This week I shit the bed, mm-hmm. and I'm out. And then I don't even think I got third place, so I, I'm out of the money. So f- like finishing fourth place in one of these leagues is like the worst thing you can do because you get no money. Yeah. And of course, I, I pay attention the next week, and the guy who had an auto draft team, he wasn't even the league. He wasn't even the team manager when the draft happened. They had to find him after the fact. And put him in. Like, that's the guy that won the league. I'm like, okay, none of this shit matters. Like, next year, just auto-draft my team. I'll just pay the money. Mm -hmm. Nobody trades in this league. Everyone over... I mean, they were overvaluing Aaron Jones like he was Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. A healthy Aaron Rodgers, right? It's like, yo, he's not that valuable. I need a backup running back. You need a backup wide receiver. Let's make a deal here. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I, I on purpose, I draft extra wide receivers that are good. One, to keep them off people's teams, but two, so I can trade them later when I when I figure out what I need. Yeah. Do I need a quarterback? Did one of my quarterbacks get hurt? Do I need a running back? Did one of my running backs get hurt? Because running backs get hurt all the time. If you took J.K. Dobbins, you were fucked after week one. Yeah. Right? So I had like Nico Collins, A.J. Brown, Michael Pittman Jr. Um, I had, um, I can't even remember the other guy's name. But it was like, these are guys you, you, you can't bench, and I'm having to choose one of these guys to bench. Yeah. And so I tried trading one. And so I had Jared Goff on my bench, too, and Lamar was my starter. I offered him Lamar and Nico Collins for, like, some scrub running back. And he's like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, I just need a running back to fill my bye week here. Yeah, see, my, my league does not... They don't. There's not a whole lot of trades. That's part. Of, that's the part of the fun, though. I mean, I. I just. Uh, people may have tried to trade with me. I just didn't respond to the message. Yeah, I wasn't checking it. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling that's probably what happened. I sent this trade, and this guy never saw it because he doesn't check his team. Yeah. It's like that's even worse to me. Like we're put, we're playing for some money here. Not that it was blah. It was fifty dollars. It's a fifty dollar entry fee or seventy five dollar entry fee. Yeah. It's not a lot. But it's like, come on, man. Like the, the point of people putting in money so they pay attention, right? But the the one thing I will do though is I always set lineups, even when my team sucks. Yeah. Because I don't want to be the team where, so like, say, you and another dude are battling out for first place, and the other dude is playing me, and I haven't set a lineup in three weeks. You're like, oh, well, he's gonna win. Right. So at least to make it interesting for the other people, because I wouldn't hate to be in that position. As well, so I I kind of always would set something a couple like one. There's a one week where I forgot and I had a player that was on a bye week that started and right you know so 
Oops. That happens to everybody, though. It does. It does. And Because you want to be a good fantasy league mate. Right. You don't want to be that guy that's not there. You know. Well, like you said, it, what if, in the next year or two, you don't want that guy to remember that you basically punted his chances because you didn't put a lineup in against the guy he was tied with yeah. for position, right? Yeah. And uh, guys remember that. Don't think they don't. Yeah. Um, especially toward the end. Like, you forget one in week three, nobody gives a shit. You forget one in like the week before the playoffs when people are jockeying yeah. for some position or, or, or playoff spots online, mm-hmm. people will remember that. Yeah. Um, it's funny, the team that I ended up playing in the first round, I played the second to last game of the season and he kicked my ass. <laughs> in the first round of the playoff, it was like the one seed versus the four seed, and I just like it, it wasn't even. I remember I can still pull up pull up the scores. It wasn't even like remotely close. Yeah, like the game was over in the first. You know, when my first three players started, I was like, "Ugh, you're not coming back from that." Right, he's hitting out within two minutes. <laughs> yeah, ooh, that's a one point day. So, and I was like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna win this." Yeah, and I went to the next game. I was predicted to win. And there was never a point where I was like, oh, I don't know. And then my wife goes, oh, what are we, we going to do with this money? I was like, we. But, but <laughs> we, we, we. We. We talking about we. This is me money. This is my skill <laughs> here. <laughs> you didn't play in this league. Yeah, I did. This, this is the way. No, this is not divorce money. We. It's <laughs> yeah, right. marital property here. <laughs> right. What are we going to do? I don't know what you're going to do with the money you don't have. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> you're going to do what you do with zero dollars, which is nothing. I'm going to take this 800 and I'm going out. Yeah. And I'm going to piss away on some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to buy a gun with it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so. Going to go to the dull store and get, a, get something fun. Yeah. Get a cock ring. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, there's no we involved. Right. <laughs> you may get to enjoy that, but I'll enjoy that more. Don't, don't you worry about yeah. it. Yeah. I'll, sh- I'll make sure of it. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, off of fantasy sports, let's talk about NFL playoffs. Actually, you want to do NFL playoffs or you want to do college football playoff first? Mm, well, well, see, let's okay. do NFL first. Just yeah, it's because be, it's and be I, quick. And I don't care it. about college football because it, too many teams, it still doesn't mean anything. No, but there, so it's, there's some interesting stuff that happened, and especially after the national championship. So we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Um, and we'll probably tie in the coaching changes after we do this quick playoff thing. Um. So, obviously, we're talking about this before the games happen, even though this is coming out after the games happen. Ravens have a bye. So, we really couldn't give two shits about this week. Right. I, I, I'll probably watch if I have time. It's going to be kind of that route, right? Yeah. Uh, Bills versus Steelers. Uh, I, look, if the Steelers win, the, they play the Ravens. It's because they're going to be the lowest seed available. Yeah. Uh, if not... You're talking about Dolphins, Browns, or Texans. That's who they'll end up playing. Um, personally, yeah, they, the Ravens smacked the crap out of the Dolphins, but trying to do that twice might be a little difficult. But injuries have caught up with the Dolphins, I think, at this point. Yeah. I, I think they're probably going to be the easier game, but they're still dangerous. You know which matchup the NFL wants. They want the Browns to go to the Ravens mm-hmm. because of Joe Flacco. And I'm secretly pulling for Joe Flacco until he plays the Ravens again. So, guaranteed, no no Ravens fan gives two shits about the Texans. So, if the Browns beat the Texans, it's a feel-good story for Joe. Yay, bring Joe back. Hey, Joe, it's good to see you. Now take a fucking seat because we just want to win this game, yeah. right? Um, 
Yeah, and plus it's the Browns, and nobody here will like the Browns. Right. And eventually the Browns will be the Browns, so they'll bow out of the playoffs eventually. Oh, we Brown, just want to Browns go brown. brown. Exactly. <laughs> um, that's the storyline the NFL wants. The Browns were like, you know what? We're not going to start Joe Flacco. We're going to start Johnny Manziel. Bring out whatever rehab he's in or brothel. You, you got Steelers versus Bills. Uh, personally, I want the Steelers to win that game because I think that's going to be the easiest game of all for mm-hmm. the Ravens to win. Yeah. Uh, even though every well, the Steelers beat them twice this year. Okay, first of all, the first time they won because there was like 20 drop passes. Yeah. That ain't happening again. Right. The time They won the second time because the Ravens didn't play anybody. Right. And the Steelers are still, t- Steelers are still talking shit. No, we beat you. Shut up. You beat us 17-10 with all backups. We had Mason Rudolph. Uh, okay. Really? Okay. You had all the other starters, though. Yeah. Let's yeah we did. We did have our Pro Bowl quarterbacks play, though. We, we did Pro Bowl quarterback Tyler Huntley, yeah. which I would. You know, when we talked to it's Jeremy, pro, he, pro. he, you know, you guys made sure to correct me on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Pro Bowl quarterback yeah. Tyler Huntley, which, by the way, if anything has sealed that dude's fate, it was that last game he played when he looked like absolute dog shit. Oh, yeah. You were not a Raven next year, <laughs> and I don't think you'll be on an NFL roster. I don't think you'll be on a CFL roster. Yeah, you're you're going to go from NFL Pro Bowler to Wendy's worker, <laughs> like real quick. Yeah, nothing against Wendy's. You can get seventeen dollars an hour. Over there. <laughs> All right, um, Dolphins against Chiefs. As again, as much as I like the Dolphins story, because you know I watched Hard Knocks, just mm-hmm. like I watched Hard Knocks last year. I thought the Lions were going to do great. I watched the midseason Hard Knocks. I was like, oh, Dolphins, yay, they're so cool. Yeah, I, I will say this though, as mu- as cool as I thought Mike McDaniel was. God, listening to him on Hard Knocks was like, like I, I thought I was going to go sleep. And he just, he takes nerd football too far. Yeah. Yeah. And I've said before, like, all these coaches who are, like, all fit and in shape, like the dude from the Rams, and, like, you, you, where's the fat tub of shit that looks like me? Listen, man. That's the old ball coach. I don't want a head coach wearing joggers. No. I'm sorry. Joggers on a man. Pulled Stop up. it. Yeah, pulled like, up. Pulled up. Pulled up. Stop they're, it. They're not joggers anymore. They're capris. Right. You right. weren't Capri's dog, right? But <laughs> needs to stop that. Yeah, right away. Like, oh, you're just two old guys. <laughs> no, man. Right. Stop it. Stop right. it. And he's wearing like those big, like Versace sunglasses. Yeah. Stop it. It's not a fashion show. Right. No did you looking. Did you even play football? No. Of course he didn't. No. No. He's like five two. He was the manager. He's shorter than Tua. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like Mike Rabel was a freaking ball football player. Like he's probably still freaking. Benching 400 pounds. Vrabel's the story we're going to get to in a minute. Let's finish up these. Uh, and then Browns, Texans. Look, I think the Texans are a great story. CJ Stroud's a legit quarterback. 100%. Nico Collins. Tank Dell gets back next year. That's going to be an offense you got to worry about. The defense is, com- is fairly solid. That Next year, that Texans team, it reminds me of the anticipation of what the Jaguars were two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um. Except I don't think the Jaguars are ever going to fulfill that, but the Texans I think will. That that's a, that's a good team over there. I just I, first year a lot of young guys. I think they bow out of the playoffs. I think Joe finds that magic, whatever it is, in his right arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this again, the story is too good for it to not happen, and the NFL is going to make that happen. Yeah. Um, NFC side, 49ers got the bye, um, and again, all these teams are. A lot of these teams are teams that the Ravens just kick the piss out of. Like, the 49ers, Ravens kick the piss out of them. Lions kick the piss out of them. Yep. Right. Um, so, the, the, the 
the games are uh, Packers as the seventh seed against the Cowboys. I'm sorry, I don't think the Cowboys can keep up with them. It it might be closer because of the playoffs and it's the Cowboys and you know Dak Prescott is the ghost of Tony Romo. Yeah, the, the Cowboys are gonna find a way to lose. Generally, yeah, I, I just don't think it's gonna be in this round. Yeah. Um, next game, Rams versus the Lions. It's it's Stafford going back to Detroit. That's the storyline there. Um, the two quarterbacks that were traded for each other. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Lions are good, but they kind of faltered toward the end, and the Rams are on the upswing toward the end. That's one where a six could be to three. Then you got the Eagles and the Bucks, and who the hell knows where the Eagles are right now? The Eagles are a shit show. That, that shit went downhill real quick. Oh, it didn't even like gradually go down. Like no. a wing fell off. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it was like a nice descent into your destination. It was like, you know, Timber. Yeah. Like, oh shit. Like the engine, the engine stalled, the wings fell off, the tail fell off. You're literally just a fuselage getting yeah. directly into the ground. What the hell happened? Like, <laughs> if, if I don't, I mean, normally Nick Sirianni should be getting the fucking toss. Mm-hmm. Like, for, if he doesn't do something in the playoffs, I think it might be yeah. they're they're gonna be talking about him being on the hot seat. He's another nerd football guy. Yeah, and then you got the Buccaneers on the other side, and because of what Cleveland did to Baker Mayfield. I'm kind of secretly rooting for the guy, yeah, to just take a couple steps in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't know if it will. I, the Buccaneers have been just jogging along the whole season, so who knows what's going to happen there. But it'd just be really neat to see Baker Mayfield have a successful playoff run when Cleveland tossed him aside. It's like, hey, Cleveland, you had a quarterback that you tossed aside for you, a rapist or you, whatever the hell his problem yeah, was. Yeah, you pulled out the the massage parlor king. Yeah. Who ended up getting hurt? You went through three other quarterbacks. You you pulled out a relic of a human being and forty one year old Joe Flacco, you know, world champion. As I'm Joe doing the, the, the sign of the cross <laughs> on my chest and pointing to Joe. Yeah. Um, but you said it wrong. It's Geo Flacco. Geo Flacco, <laughs> double agent. As <Yeah. laughs> uh, Stavi. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, look. Uncle Ronnie, so Uncle Ronnie said he's a double agent, so and Ronnie we trust. We gotta hope he is. Um, but if if Baker Mayfield can make a little run in these playoffs, and it just sticks it in the eye of the Browns, it makes it all that much better. Yeah, it's like that. That could have been your quarterback for the last two years, and you could have kept your momentum going. But no. You had to get rid of him, even though you ran him into the ground with a freaking shoulder injury, and he couldn't move his arms. And he played for you, and you fucked him. Yeah. Uh, so that'd be a nice little story. Just to, One, because I don't like the Browns, and two, because it, I really don't like the Browns. Right. <laughs> and three, because I don't like the Browns. <laughs> um, that being said, the teams that didn't make it had some coaching changes. Um, the one that surprises me the most was the Mike Vrabel firing. Mm-hmm. And the other side of it is the coach who still has his job that I'm surprised the fans even want him gone is the Pittsburgh Steelers fans want Mike Tomlin gone. So there's always a lot of people don't like Tomlin in Pittsburgh now. Yeah. Uh, outside of Pittsburgh, everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking about? So a lot of people, I've always liked Mike Tomlin. Um, his record doesn't lie. Yeah. Now, the argument is, and I can see this, is that most of his wins, so they make the playoffs, but they do it with, like, just barely getting in teams. 
you know? Yeah. Um, what are the Steelers this year? I think they're nine and seven. Ten and seven. Sorry, ten and seven. Um, which with a seventeen game season is kind of a just barely getting in season. But playing in the toughest AFC division too, though. Yeah, I mean those those weren't easy wins. So, and then they say, well, he just, he, you know, his early success was just because he was, it was Bill Cowher's team, which that only Super Bowl he won was Ben Roethlisberger. I think Jerome Bettis was still there. It, it was Cowher's team. So, I kind of see the logic there. Um, they have a lot of seasons where they're just kind of everyone thinks they're out. But I'll, I'll give, I'll give the Steelers this: they always find a way to get back in. And the Ravens too. The Ravens find a way to get back in when they stink. So I don't know. I see both sides of the coin, but I've always liked the guy. So I'm like, the, the Steelers have had three coaches in my lifetime. Yep. Chuck Knoll, Bill Cowher, Mike Tomlin. Here's my biggest reason for saying Mike Tomlin should not get fired. And honestly, I think the talk of him getting fired is absolutely asinine. Name me a quarterback the guy's had since Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. And if you say Kenny Pickett, you're a fucking idiot. Right. I'm sorry. Kenny Pickett is not the guy. No. He's okay. They like him because he went to Pitt. Right. Kenny Pickett and they is say, okay. oh, he's a local boy. He's from New Jersey. Sure. Well, most, a, most of them are. Yeah. Right? He's Joe, a, Fla- Joe Flacco from New Jersey. Yeah. yeah. But, like, he's they like him because he's from, you know, he went to Pitt. They say he's local. They had Trubisky as a backup. Now who's the guy they've got? Some it's um crap. The guy who got hit in the head by Miles Garrett. Yeah. Mason Rudolph. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that sad? That's how I have to get to his name. Right. That's how I remember him. <laughs> yeah. Getting his head bashed in by a helmet by yeah. Miles Garrett. Um they had Josh Dobbs for a, a, a sandwich two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um like you said, Mr. Trubisky. Everyone's had Josh Dobbs. True. Well, that's true. Um, Mr. Trubisky's awful. Yeah. Like, think about this. Mr. Trubisky started two games. They still made the playoffs with that yeah. guy. <laughs> Without that, like, they had to go to someone else yeah. to get them in the playoffs. Now, the thing with the Steelers now, as we go to the playoffs, is they're they so they played Baltimore's essentially second string. Yeah. They won by ten points. I thought it was seventeen ten. They won by seven, didn't they? Seven, yeah. yeah. But they lost T.J. Watt, yeah, and he's done for the season. Yep. So now they're going to play not some other team's second string, some team's first string without T.J. Watt, who's one of the best um, pass rushers in the league. So yeah, he, he makes that. Yeah, think I mean, when people try to underestimate his impact on a game. That's 18 and a half sacks you just lost. Yeah. Like, other teams game plan their offense against him. Mm-hmm. And you lost that. Yeah. Your right tackle, like the Ravens, if, he, if they're the team that they play, the Ravens right tackle just got a gift. Yeah. That you don't have to face that dude. Mm-hmm. Right? Your whole shift of your offensive line takes place because of that. Yeah. Um. But my whole my whole thing is, you fired your offensive coordinator halfway through the year because of how bad your offense was. 
You suffered through two games of Mitchell Trubisky. You're playing with a backup quarterback. You cast away for the most part in Mason Rudolph. Like you tried him as your as your next guy, and mm-hmm. he failed. So he he's not that great either. And you still made the fucking playoffs. And you're gonna fire the coach for that? Yeah. I could see you wanting to fire the GM for not getting you a, a franchise quarterback at this point. But the other thought process is, well, you know, maybe Mike should have let the team lose a few more so they could have gotten a higher draft pick and gotten a quarterback. That's, That's not, not how these guys job. think. No. 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 It, if you want that to happen, you got to bring in a patsy who will lose games for you. Yeah. Mike Tomlin is not that guy. No. He ain't doing that. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. And here's the other thing. And this is kind of along with the Vrabel situation. If you fire Mike Tomlin, he'll be unemployed for about three minutes. Yeah. Just like Vrabel is going to get a job tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It, it, as quick as he can get on a plane and interview, he's having a job. Yeah. And Seattle just opened up. And Pete Carroll's been with Seattle for a long time. Did he retire? Did they fu- he retired. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, he's like, I, Pete looks young. But he's like 77 years old. Oh, yeah, he's an older dude. Just yeah, yeah. Belichick's leaving New England. Supposedly. I don't think it's been official, but I, I think he's done. I heard rumors that Washington's going to try to go after him. Well, so imagine this, though. So Vrabel played a lot of years in New England. Could you... Like, I wonder if there's like a deal where like Kraft is like, Hey, Bill, why don't you... You're planning on retiring soon. Maybe we do it this year. We'll give you a nice golden parachute. Mm. Maybe if you want a front office job, we'll do that too. But they just fired Vrabel down in Tennessee. We want him. Yeah. Because he's an expatriate, knows how to play, mm-hmm. uh, or no, knows, knows how to win, right? Yeah. And, and for people that think that Vrabel's not a good coach, yeah, that team was even shittier than what they gave Tomlin and Pittsburgh to play with. Yeah. I'm sorry. You, gave, you drafted, uh, what was that guy, Malik something? Thought he was your franchise quarterback? Mm-hmm. Immediately had to draft another quarterback. <laughs> who also doesn't look like the real deal. I mean, he looks all right, but he looks like he's not going to be it either. Yeah. You had Derrick Henry for mostly it, and that was it. Tannehill was not the guy. Like, you didn't, you lost your receiver. You traded away A.J. Brown for nothing. <laughs> like, are you kidding? Like, like they, uh, the lady that's in, in charge of that franchise, they literally were like, they named all of her franchise moves. Mm-hmm. It was god awful. <laughs> but I think she's like part owner. So it's not like she's the GM, right? She's like part owner. You can't get rid of that. God, this is awful. I feel bad for any Texans fan. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the Texans, when when the Browns moved out of Cleveland and became the Baltimore Ravens. Cleveland got to keep the team colors, the team name. All the records. All the records. So essentially, Baltimore became the expansion team owned by Art Modell, and then uh, Browns were resurrected. It was within like five years. It was, and essentially, they left everything there for the time when Cleveland got a new team. Yeah. like They did that on purpose. Modell made sure that happened. Mm-hmm. And people were like, well, you know, the Ravens stole the team. No, no. Didn't happen like that. This wasn't a an Ursay thing, which, by the way, it, people don't understand. Like, if the Ravens could screw over the Colts, that's why some people think that they lost Week 18 on purpose. Because if 
the Steelers got in, the Colts were out. Mm -hmm. And anything the Ravens can do to screw over the Ursay family is going to be done. (laughs) It's it's the same thing, man. No, no, no. Ursay moved out in the middle of the fucking night, took the team name, the colors, and the records. Yeah. Like, Johnny Unitas is still considered a Baltimore legend. Mm Mm-hmm. He's not considered an Indianapolis legend. His statue is outside of M&T Bank. It's not outside of whatever the freaking name is, something oil stadium. In- but, but the records belong to them, Yeah, which is a travesty. And the other thing I was thinking about was like when Bud Adams moved the Oilers to Tennessee to be the Titans. So when they do throwback jerseys, they do the Oiler jerseys. Mm-hmm. If I was the Houston... If I were the Texans right now, I'd be pissed as shit. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know if Bud Adams is the owner of the Texans or if he's the owner of the Titan. I forgot which one it was. But anyway, if I was the Texans, I'd want the Oilers name back and the colors. and the, I, I want all that shit. Like, I don't understand how teams can leave a city, but they get to take everything with them. No, no, no. If you leave, you leave everything. Yeah. The only person who probably should get a pass on that is the Raiders. Because they never really had a home anyway. They've always been traveling. They were in L.A., Oakland, L.A. Oakland again. Oakland again. Then then Vegas again. I, yeah. They'd probably get a pass. But I think all this sh- moving to Vegas shit, like, it's a trash city with trash people and trash fans. F the Golden Knights. <laughs> so, there I said it. Like, <laughs> I, gotta, I, I gotta ask them about Vegas. So, Vegas is the gold rush for all these leagues, right? They're all trying to get there. They're trying to get a baseball team. Like, Oakland got approved. The Oakland A's got approved to go there. Mm-hmm. Here's my question, though. Does Vegas have the population to support a team? Or is this like a D.C. thing? Where, like, the Nationals are never going to draw huge crowds because it's a transient life. It, it's transient people. People come yeah. in through the election cycles. They come and go with election cycles, right? Yeah. There really aren't many true fans of the Nationals. The Redskins, or the Washington Commanders, or whatever you want to call them, they have a base of fans, but a lot of them are from Maryland and Northern Virginia. Most of them are from from Northern Virginia. Or or PG County. Yeah. Or Southeast D.C. Like, people that have lived and breathed D.C. They're not the transients. You know, the people that are transients, they go to games, sure. Right. But they'll go to, like, a game, two, three, four. The corporate offices get filled and whatever. But I don't know. I mean, the Capitals have been fans. doing pretty good. But you got to remember, so the Capitals had their old stadium in Landover, mm-hmm. so it was still kind of considered a Maryland team. So you you had more of Maryland that went in, and when they went to the Verizon Center in downtown, yes, it was more accessible by metro, but it was less accessible by car. And a lot of the the Washington Maryland suburbs, and even to an extent like Alexandria, you couldn't get there by four ninety five anymore. No, I we used to go a lot. We went to a lot when I was a kid. We went to a lot of Caps games in Landover. It was easy to get to. Yeah, and then they moved to DC, and we stopped going because the last thing my dad wanted to do on his weekend off was ride the train to DC. Yeah, so <clears throat> we stopped going, and then the price went up. So I just went to a game on uh, on a couple of days ago, and it was fun. But the Caps are moving again in twenty twenty eight. They're moving to um, Northern Virginia, right? Yeah, yeah. Which to me, I hate Virginia so much. I almost want to become a Rangers fan to say "f you." So let's put it this way: not that I went to a lot of Caps games, mostly because of price. Like they're expensive. No, they are. 
Um, like nosebleeds are like seventy five bucks, I think. And when they moved, yeah. so now granted, this was thirty years ago, but when they played in Landover, you could go to a game, you could get nosebleed seats for like twelve bucks. A family of four could go and not break the bag. Yeah. If I take my kids to a Caps game, now the tickets were a Christmas gift, and they were in the four hundreds. We weren't on the ice or anything like that. So if I take my family to a Capitals game, you know, just to get in the door in the 400s, I'm looking at spending $250, and I haven't eaten anything. Now, I go to games, I don't, so I'm the least fun person to go to a hockey game with. Mm -hmm. I don't eat anything. I don't get up. I don't drink anything. I sit in my seat, and I watch the game. That's all I do. So how much were those tickets? Do you think they were like 60 bucks? 50, 60? Yeah. For which team did you see play? The Kings. So n- not an East Coast team. Like if it was the Rangers, it would probably be what, 60, 70, 75 They'd be hard to get. Yeah. So the face value stays the same, but then you're picking them up on StubHub and they're, yeah. it's hard to get. So you're looking at the price would go up. Yeah. Especially yeah. if it's like Flyers, Penguins are going to be insanely expensive. Um, that's and that's tough, man. If Chicago comes because Connor Bedard is is killing it, or the Oilers for Connor McDavid, like now, granted, the hockey fans aren't as good here; they don't understand all those players. Where I would pay extra to see Connor Bedard, someone else might not. So, yeah, it's just two hundred. Like family of four, you're talking two hundred minimum. Family of five, two fifty. And that's just to get in the door. You're not yeah. talking about parking. You're not talking about transportation yeah. in. You're not talking now, about... No, we rode the train in. But that still costs money. Yeah. 30, 30 bucks. 30 bucks. That is still an additional 30. Plus, yep. you know the kids are going to want popcorn. They're going to want Oh, they always soda. want something. They, they want the the ice cream and a, and a, and a hockey helmet. They, yeah. They, they want a hot dog. Mm-hmm. They're always hungry. Yeah. It, so, I mean, the food alone, you're mm-hmm. probably tagging on another 150. Yeah. And I'm probably going to say it's on the low side. Mm-hmm. So to go see a hockey game for you, five hundred bucks. You got five. You're talking five hundred bucks. That's that's a lot of money. Yeah. And I was talking to my wife. I said, I would rather get a babysitter for the kids or wait till your parents are in town and sit in the one hundreds and pay two hundred bucks a ticket because her and I aren't going to get up and drink beer every day. Yeah. Drinking beer at a stadium is a pain in the ass because you got to get up and pee every ten minutes. Yeah. So I'm just not going to do it. Like we just don't do it. So. That's out. Um, I'd rather go to one game, just the two of us, sit there. Now, the my oldest, he was kind of into it. My middle son was really into it. And then my youngest, who's the kid that wants to play hockey, was, you know, more concerned with, like, how high we were and, like, you know, watching the freaking T-shirt cannon and wanting to go get popcorn. It's, but he's six. Right. So I would expect him to sit there and watch a whole game. And he can get that same experience at the minor league baseball park for nine bucks. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, he can piss me off at home for free. <laughs> right. But, I mean, there is something to be said to giving kids like an experience of a live sports event, right? Yeah. But at 50 bucks a ticket versus, you know, nine or 12 bucks a ticket, it's a big difference. I'd rather drive to Hershey mm-hmm. to see the Bears, which are the Capitals, you know, they're, it's like the, it's different than baseball. It's the yeah. next level down. Yeah. To see the minor league team make that two hour and a half ride to Hershey, to sit on the glass in Hershey costs what it does to sit in the nosebleeds at 
at, at a Caps game. How much is like a how much is like lower level second deck in Hershey? Or is oh. it all or is it all one section? Um, is it all no, there's level? lower level. It's it's kind of one section. It's kind of broken up a little bit weird, but to sit on the glass in Hershey is like seventy bucks. But I'm saying like second level, oh. like first row, twenty dollars, twenty. Yeah. See, to me, that's where that's where I'd take my kids. Yeah. I would I would drive the two hours because for four I'm only eighty bucks for tickets instead yeah. of two hundred. I could drive. I could probably get a hotel room for one twenty. Yeah, and I'm even at that point. Yeah, go in the winter time and do, go see the Christmas at Hershey. Right. You know, and make a weekend out of it, yep. and you're really not spending that much more than you go to see the Capitals. And that's the whole problem I have with. I love the Caps, but since they became, you know, back in the. I'd say 2010s. They started when it, they were started becoming good and the cool thing and, and all the contractor bros and Ugh, Senate bros. staffer bros and all these you know people wearing suits started going to the game. Like, dude, you don't know shit about this. Get, you, you didn't suffer through the first round playoff eliminations at Landover at the hands of Mario Lemieux and the Penguins. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, you know. So it kind of ruined my caps, you know, for me. Yeah. So you didn't sit through the freaking awful blurple uniforms. There's stupid <laughs> freaking screaming eagle, awful nineties hockey. You know, you you sit through all that. We no. did go a cup one year, but you know, so yeah. they, they, I just can't like, I just can't see paying just that kind of money to go see professional sports anymore. Well, and then and then to watch. Now look, Ovi's gonna get the record. It's happening. It's not happening. He will play. He'll score one goal a year for the next 80 years. <laughs> yeah. He'll do it. But he looked old. Yeah. I mean, watching You're- him skate. Because you go to a, you watch a game on TV, you don't get to see the whole. So he'd come out for a shift, and I would just watch him. I'm like, dude, you're just making these lazy turns. <laughs> like, there's, you know, it was a. Puck into the corner where he was. Alex Ovechkin ten years ago would have been a freaking cannonball, destroying that dude. And this guy was like, eh, "I'm gonna kind of come out and like make it look like I'm doing something, but I'm not." Now he's making a business decision. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> he didn't want to feel it tomorrow. Yeah, but he's gonna get it. He's not gonna get it eventually. <laughs> he's not gonna get I'm it. I'm telling you, he will be the dude that plays. Like he's on pace for 13 this year. Yeah, and. If it takes he him needs, ten years, he needs eight more seasons of that. He'll do it. No, he he's, will. He'll do not. it. He'll do it. Gordy Howe played with into this into his sixties. I feel, I feel like if there was any one time that you could jump, jump out of a shit, jump out of a bet, I'll do it for you right now. It's a five dollar bet. I'm I not will, jumping out of it. I will. I will let you out of it. No, because he's going to do it. Because you're going to eat your words. Oh my god. Okay. This is going to be great. He's going to get some peptides, some stem cells. <laughs> Some steroids, some cocaine. He's doing that Dallas Buyers Club. Of yeah. Get all the drugs. Yes, all of them. I ain't selling drugs. I'm selling memberships. Yeah. He's going to do it in Ugh. 10 years. <laughs> Yager's still playing. Yeah, in fucking Kazakhstan. Czech Republic. He's still playing. Are you sure it's not Kazakhstan? I'm it's pretty sure it's Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. It's Slovakia. Okay. It's wherever he's from. He's playing against 12-year-olds. He owns the team, and he plays so that people come to see the games. 
By the way, those do- those goals don't count. They're st- he's still playing. Yeah, but they don't count. <laughs> they got to count. <laughs> he's trying to beat Gretzky, not Gretzkyaya yeah. from Slovenia. You know, <laughs> it's a big difference. But he did look old. Now, <laughs> so you've got like these old dinosaurs for the Caps. Yeah. That and this is what's going to happen. They're going to keep him there until he beats the record. At the expense of the team, they need to rebuild that team. Yeah, they it's time. They they need to tear it down. And to be honest with you, there's no reason they can't rebuild it with him there and just reduce his role. There's no yeah. reason he's he's taking a one roster spot. A whole team isn't going to be shit because of one roster spot the only, unless they keep it that way. The only players from the Cup year are, um, Carlson, Ovechkin. Oshi and Wilson. The rest of them are all new guys. Yeah, they should have they should have traded the others to get draft picks. They should have traded Backstrom, yeah. but now he's gone. They haven't. They have not managed the downside yeah. of the of the cup yeah. well at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, they 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 should have given it like one or two years to try and win another one mm-hmm. but once they saw it wasn't going to happen blow it up you got to blow it up just like the nats did the nats yeah. blew it up yeah and um you know the, they're playing the goal they're playing goal by committee yeah they've got three guys that are kind of all playing depending on how bad they're injured yeah so um we got one more topic to go on before we close this one out and we were talking about NFL co- NFL coaches being fired. and Well, one of the biggest names in college football retired last week, and that was Nick Saban. Um, we, we were, you and I before this show, we were talking about the college playoffs, which is just a fucking shit show. Um, Texas, what was it? Texas played Washington. Michigan played, who did they play? Alabama. Was, yeah, Michigan played Alabama. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, I didn't give two shits about I, I, any of it. I, I don't like Michigan. I don't like Alabama. I don't like Alabama, not because of Alabama. I don't like Alabama because of all these... This is my problem with college football in general. You have all these people who are fans of these colleges. It's like, did you go to school there? No. Are you from there? No. So... What what's the what's the draw? Roll Tide, like okay, dude, you're from Bethesda. Like, what is your deal? Well, it's just like a pro team. It's not like they played on the Ravens. You know, they didn't go to Ravens University. At least, that's but a, it's a pro the, team. The pro team that's the home team. True. Yeah. If we lived in Alabama, mm-hmm. then yeah, be a fan of Alabama. That's the there are no pro teams in Alabama. But it'd be like me being a, a fan of University of Maryland. Yeah, I didn't I'm, go to University of Maryland, but I live in proximity. At least you're in Maryland. You're more in Maryland than you are Alabama. Yeah, I guess so. I just I don't get I like these guys. Like I I know this one who's an enormous Michigan fan, too dumb to get into any college, like including Clown College. So what what what's what is your thing? Like why? Well, and I, so look, I, as a fan of a team, right? I can understand how people become fans of college teams just because they were they were either good when they were growing up and they just became a fan of it. Just like how how someone that grew up and when we grew up 
became a Dallas Cowboys fan because mm-hmm. they won three Super Bowls. Yeah. Or 49ers fans. Like, I got a buddy who I went to high school with in upstate New York. He's a 49ers fan mm-hmm. because the 49ers had Steve Young and Joe Montana. And when you get into sports, yeah, when you're and you start forming those alliances, unless you have a strong father figure who's or not to say father, but a strong sports team role model right. in your family, like my kids are all Ravens fans, they don't have a choice, right? Like, if one of my kids came home wearing a Steelers jersey, I'd kick him out, right? Elite, goodbye. Well, it's like, and it's the same here, like. The wife and I are both Ravens fans. Like, yeah. I, I they, my kids get a double. Yeah, because my wife loves watching football almost more than I do. Mm-hmm. But I guess my my point was, it's like, you know, let's let's throw the amateurism out right now. Like Alabama is the thirty third pro pro football team. The worst team in the NFL would destroy them. Sure. But it's run like a pro team. Yeah, Georgia is too. Michigan, like all, all like first of all, yeah. the all, the entire SEC except for Vanderbilt is. Yeah, they probably have as good of facilities as NFL teams. Have. I don't doubt it. Yeah. So it's it's not hard to tell that you know some people are fans of those teams because I mean think about it, it's broadcast like a pro league. Mm-hmm. The only difference was at one time the players weren't getting paid. Now they're getting paid. Yeah. Like I think. One of so there was one kid who's like, I'm gonna go back to college because I can make more next year on a contract than I can in my rookie deal in the NFL. And I was thinking, oh, you're you're met like that one statement probably drew more ire from the NFL. And the NFL is the one league no other leagues fuck with mm-hmm. because that's the big dog. Yeah, like someone they were saying for the month of December. Every they did every uh, what was it every day of the month of December? Oh no no I'm sorry they did the top thirty viewed uh, events or shows on TV. Five of the thirty were not NFL football. Mm-hmm. One was the college national championship. One was the Macy's Day Parade. Uh, so I guess Thanksgiving was included in this. Um, I guess one was the Oscars of all things, or Academy Awards, which mm-hmm. is surprising to me. Um, and then I forgot what the other two were, but it was oddities. Like, but the rest of it was NFL football. Yeah, that is the big dog in the room. Nobody fucks with them. Like other sports leagues, schedule around the NFL, mm-hmm. right? But people are fans of college football. Not just, and, and they're fans of teams, just like they are the pros. Uh, I guess because I'm not a big college football fan, that's where I kind of question, like, why are you fans of these teams? I'm not fans of any of them. Mm-hmm. If I pull for a team, it's Penn State, because I went to college in Pennsylvania, and the I went to a Penn State, they played Nebraska at night, and it was an awesome experience. But I don't stop my life to watch Penn State football. Like, I like it's just, it feels weird, like, I almost feel like a usurper. Like, I didn't go to school there. I, I know. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I feel the same way. And I always come back to the fact that there are too many teams, and even with the playoff, the four, it doesn't mean anything in the end because you're not seeing who... Now, there's a whole thing with Florida State. Now, they ended up getting spanked in that bowl game <laughs> that was bad. By, by Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, right. Who also didn't get picked. But if you made it an eight-team or a 16-team playoff what's to say that florida state doesn't get a, 
a couple lucky calls, get through the first round, and then knock off one of those big teams. Yeah. And I've always, I'll always come back to the fact that that's what they're afraid of. They don't want one of those big schools like Michigan or Alabama getting bounced in the first round because then all those Alabama fans, in quotes, are not watching. You know the funny part is, though? The direct opposite is true with basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that one versus 16, everyone is rooting for the 16 because you just want to see it. I was pulling for Princeton like a freaking – like I was – ever because – they were they went way to the Sweet Sixteen from the Ivies, but so but so that's what happens though. So if you get David beat Goliath, yeah, other people from around the country that hates Goliath mm-hmm. will root for David, and they'll yeah. keep rooting for him. Yeah, like that whole that small school, that Loyola Chicago school with the nun lady and everything. Mm-hmm. A few years ago, for I mean that's why March Madness is what it is, yeah. right? When George Mason went yeah, a couple yeah. years ago, yeah, and, and so you don't just get George Mason fans; you get underdog fans, yeah. right? That's why I think football's fucking this up royally by going with just a fourteen playoff. Yeah, go with a sixteen team playoff. Yeah, and, and treat it like an NFL playoff almost, because mm-hmm. you're not doing anything in the month of December anyway. Sixteen. It only takes three weeks to get to the net. Well, and you've got all these meaningless bowls that no one wants to watch anyway. Right. Why not turn those into playoff games? Mm-hmm. Right. Incorporate them into it. Yeah. It, and I, I so the champion could win four bowl games. Well, I mean, the, the last three games, or the last four games, so you got the two semifinals <coughs> and the national championship, right? Mm-hmm. So you make sure that's the Sugar Bowl, the other cotton bowl, bowl, and the, the Cotton Bowl, yeah. and the Rose Bowl. Those yeah. are going to be your three. Your two semifinals and your final. The rest of it's going to be like the Sugar Bowl or whatever whatever the other bowls are. You know, the, the more historic ones get in there. And then mm-hmm. you get like your Chick-fil-A's and your Tostitos Bowl, or the Fiesta Bowl was another one. So they'd be in the top, near the top. Yeah. But like the Meineke Car Care Bowl. That's in the first round. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, right. Pa- the Papa, du- jo- Papa John's Pizza Bowl. That's yeah, in the, the first round. The Duff Beer Quickie Mart Bowl. Yes. First round. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's it, here's the thing. More people will watch that than they will watch what whoever two teams are putting in there now. Yeah. Right? The other part of it is s- stop screwing around with all these conferences. All right? Go four 20-team conferences. Mm-hmm. That's 80 teams. Everyone else, you're shit out of luck. You weren't going to be in it to begin with. Yeah. But... They could also then do promotion and relegation like they do in Europe, though. So th- then you got so then you'll have like whatever the Power Five FBS is now. Allow them to align with one of the other four conferences. So you have so you got four major conferences. Maybe you only make them sixteen teams, mm-hmm. right? And then you got the the FBS four conferences that align with one of the FBSs, right? And you have promotion and relegation. The bottom three each year got to drop down. Top three from each year move up. Right. So Vanderbilt's not in the SEC every year because right. they get relegated. Well, in like James Madison, who went from FBF FBF to FCS, mm-hmm. and they were they weren't allowed to make a bowl this year because they were still on the the promotion ban or whatever. Like you could, I think you got to wait two years before you can get in. Yeah. Into the because they were undefeated, or no, I'm sorry, they lost one game. But what I'm saying is you make a promotion relegation thing at the bottom. And, you know, your teams like Michigan's and, and Alabama's may never get relegated, but yeah. it'll make the bottom of that conference and the top of those second-tier conferences. Now it's more exciting. Yeah. It add, So now you've got excitement at the top. you got excitement at the bottom. you got excitement in the lower division. Because right now no one gives two shits about FBS. Right. I'm sorry no one cares about Delaware. Yeah. Just on, no one, no no one did, knew two minutes ago that James Madison had even won the FBS FBS championship, yeah. FBS championship, or North Dakota State. 
Yep. Every once in a while, ESPN runs a story. You find out about it. You got a Carson Wentz who ends up being absolute shit in the NFL. Now no one's talking about North Dakota State. Fuck. But you know what? Make them relevant for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Do Put them in with the big boys for a year. Yeah. And they'll go because they'll get more money. Mm-hmm. And when they get relegated, they won't have the money. Yeah. But those teams that are kind of bounce up and down, they'll just learn how to manage. Okay, this year we got more money. We're going to budget it. We're going to save half next year. They'll figure it out, right? And then at the end of the year, you do either a 16 or 12 team playoff, right? But then the best part about it is you can have the divisions, the, the, the four conferences, do their own, do a 14 playoff to decide who represents you. Mm-hmm. And then the each conference champion is now, that's your semifinal. Yeah. So Big Ten, yeah, SEC, yeah, the Big 12, and whoever's left. Yeah. Those are your four champions. That's your cha- that's your, that's your semifinal. Yep. And then then you find out best first best. That's what you're doing now. Yeah. Like yeah. that's how you solve college football. Like, that's how you get me interested in college football because mm-hmm. I have right no now, interest in it. I did not watch that national championship game. I, I I I couldn't care less about that game. I put money on it and didn't watch it. <laughs> that, for, for real. Yeah. I, I literally I, I I put a five dollar bet on it just because I wanted to have a little fun with it. Mm-hmm. Didn't watch it. Yeah. I just wait. I, I literally watch like the Yahoo game tracker every once in a while, mm-hmm. just to see, just yeah. to see enough for me to lose my bet, mm-hmm. lose my five bucks, and I moved on. Yeah. Now you want me to watch it? Sixteen team playoff. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I'll watch that shit. Yeah. Because I need. I want football in December. <sighs> Adults, right? Yeah. Fucking assholes. <laughs> but you're paying the kids anyway. Yeah. You you need more money. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you that that football playoff and the and the relegation and promotion thing, yeah, fuck, you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Imagine watching a playoff of those bottom teams just to see who got to move up. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's cutthroat. You tell me that wouldn't be watched? Just, yeah, shit, man. You can even do a playoff of the teams that get demoted. Mm-hmm. People will watch that shit. Mm-hmm. Now you'll have, you know, you'll have eight top bowl games that people actually want to watch. You'll have a bottom, another six or seven bowl games that people want to watch. That's 15 bowl games. Yeah. People only watching two right now, maybe. Or zero. Or zero. (laughs) So, I don't know. Look, we've done this before. We're giving out free advice on this show. Yeah. Not factual. Right. But good marketing advice. Yeah. We've done, we got it. We keep saying maybe that's what we should charge for. Well, we're not in the desired demographic, but our demographic spends money. Our so. demog- our demographic spends a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, if you need to know our demographic, it's basically thirty-five to sixty-five year olds. Yeah, mostly guys. Yeah. So you can say the whole thing is the eighteen to thirty-five year old. They don't have any freaking money. No, they're loud, but they don't spend shit. Right. Yeah. Our demographic spends. Yeah. Because they got kids. They got to spend money on the kids. Yeah. They got to. They, they're spending money to get their mind off of their kids and they're spending our demographic spends. This is the, after 65, they stop spending money unless they're spending on the grandkids, but now they got to save it until they die. Mm-hmm. 35 to 65 prime years, prime earning years of your life. People are spending money in this demographic. Yep. So if you want to get a piece of this contact, us. contact at drivewaybeerspodcast.com. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, we want to thank Brian Schilling with Long & Foster Real Estate at AnnapolisHomeExperts.com. If you are buying or selling a house, Brian is the person you need to contact. Call my real estate agent, Brian Schilling, home, AnnapolisHomeExperts.com. And we want to thank 
Cheers and Spirits uh, over in the Arnold Station Plaza. I really like this Woodford Reserve Double Oak. That was I, good. It was extremely smooth. And I guess that's what it's supposed to be with the, the second oak barrel or some bull. I don't know. It sounds like all bullshit to me, right? But it's got some flavor to it for a $40 bottle. And it was extremely smooth to go down. I had it on ice, though, so everything's probably extremely smooth going down. <laughs> um, I enjoyed it, though. I, I'm glad I've got it. I'll I'll drink. I wouldn't use it as a mixer, though. I think it's a little too good for that. Yeah. Um, but I, I would definitely drink Maybe do a old-fashioned spirit forward cocktail but i wouldn't like mix it with ginger ale or if you if you had this in an old-fashioned it'd be one hell of an old-fashioned yeah um yeah i would definitely get this again although it'll probably the funny thing i i it's like too good to go to just for like a little nightcap but then again though like i don't know because i'm looking at the 1792 on the table and the four roses right those are like the 1792 I think is like $15 cheaper. The Four Roses is like $20 cheaper. Um if I wasn't looking for like a nice comfortable sipper that I wanted to really taste, I'd probably go with those. Mm. They lack taste, a little less flavor to them. This is something like I feel like it's just that next level up. Uh like if I want to sit and I want to have some nice taste to it, I want to sit back and enjoy it a little bit, I'd probably go with this. Yeah. It's that level. Um not the Bibb and Tucker level, but it's 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 priced where it should be in my opinion. Mm-hmm. The forty dollars range is under the Bib and Tucker. It's above the seventeen ninety two, above the four roses. Um, I keep looking at that ragged ranch. Every time we try that, we're both like, "God, this is not good." <laughs> but it's half gone. Yeah, I don't remember sharing it with anybody other than you. <laughs> and you're probably like, "Why'd you share it with me, asshole?" Yeah, you don't like it. <laughs> That's why you gave it to me. No, I'm surprised you don't like it either. Though. That's why I was like, you don't be, that's probably the one you're like, I don't want that shit either. Um, I'll drink whatever's in front of me though. In the end, yeah, it's not that bad. It's just not. A, I, I just don't prefer it. it. It had something weird going on with it, but we appreciate you listening. Please rate us on the podcast platforms if you are still listening. We appreciate you, and we'll see you next week.